You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 159, Happiness Goals. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. All right, I want you to think about this for a second. What percentage of the day do you spend feeling happy? What percentage of the day? Like how many hours per day do you spend feeling happy? happy or other pleasurable emotions like gratitude and contentment and joy and excitement. How much of your day is spent in those emotions versus what percentage of your day is spent in uncomfortable emotions? What percentage of the day is spent feeling frustrated or irritable or insecure or annoyed? All those emotions that we would say are uncomfortable. Okay, so think about that for a second for your day or how many days per week do you spend in those different emotions? I just want you to get just kind of a general picture in your mind. How much time do you spend feeling good versus how much time do you spend feeling uncomfortable? Okay? And I want you to then ask yourself, are you okay with that? Do you wish you felt good more often? those pleasurable emotions more often? Do you wish you felt happy more? Now, for many of us, we would say we do, right? We're like, I want to feel happy more than I am right now. That's why many of you are listening to this podcast is you're like, how can I feel better as a nurse? How can I feel better in my job? And so if that's what you're hoping for, to feel more happiness, then today I want to help you with that goal by revising that goal. So I got thinking about this because last week I was having a conversation with a nurse and she was telling me that since listening to the podcast and being in Bold Nurse Society, she's been able to feel happier in her job, that she'd been able to think more positively and create more happiness in her life. But she was saying that since doing that and like really seeing a lot of progress early on, that since that time, she's felt like she started to slip back into more uncomfortable emotions and having a harder time thinking positively. So she was telling me that this is kind of the problem that she's experiencing. And she said, you know, I'm having a hard time thinking positively yet I'm slipping back into despair. And then she told me some of the things that she's having a hard time feeling positive about. And she mentioned a whole list of things. She was like, you know, I'm trying to think positively in nursing, but there are all these problems like staffing ratios and patients who are being belligerent and getting scolded for when I clock out late because I'm still charting. So she was telling me all these things and saying, you know, I want to feel happy about these things. I want to feel more positive emotions. And my thought was, Why? Why do we want to feel happy about those things? Do we want to feel happy about those things? 
Sometimes we think that happiness is the goal. And I think that's a misconception that sometimes comes across with what I'm teaching you guys, because I do teach you how to create more happiness and create more joy and fulfillment in your lives. But I want you to know that the goal is not to think positively and feel happy about everything. There's two parts, two big parts to what I teach you. There's minimizing stress and discomfort and allowing it, right? So sometimes we can think more positively and create more joy and happiness in our lives and minimize stress. But the and is implying that we also expect that stress and discomfort and uncomfortable emotions are going to be part of our life. And so what do we do then? So I want to use this episode to reframe that goal. So we're not just trying to feel happy all the time and, and, and we'll discuss maybe what our goal should be instead so that we can have a rich and fulfilling life. Okay. So a lot of times what I ask you guys, it, like, especially in coaching, when I'm coaching my Bold Nurse Society members, if they're telling me about a situation where they're feeling some uncomfortable emotions. So let's say we'll take staffing. For example, so they get to their shift and they're told, this is your patient assignment. And they're like, okay, that's way too many patients for me to care for in a meaningful, safe way. So in that situation, they might be saying, like, I don't feel happy. Give me some thoughts so that I don't feel stressed out. Give me some thoughts so that I can feel better. And we're trying to escape those uncomfortable emotions. So sometimes what I do when I'm coaching nurses, I'll ask them, How would the best version of you, like the ideal version of you, want to feel in this situation? And sometimes, you know, we'll say things like, oh, I want to feel confident, like I can give my patients the care they need. Or I want to feel peaceful, that I know that whatever happens, that that's how it's supposed to work out. And I think that's great. I think that it's really helpful for us to identify like there are other options of how I could feel in this situation. It's not an automatic thing like, okay, I'm given this many patients. I have to feel this way. My manager says this to me. I have to feel this way. My patient behaves this way. I have to feel this way. It's awesome to realize I don't have to feel that way. It's up to me how I feel. And so asking ourselves, how, how do I want to feel in this situation? How, does, how would my ideal version of me feel in this situation? That can be really helpful. But I want to step it back even further. So instead of asking yourself, how do I want to feel in this situation? How does the ideal version of me want to feel? I want you to ask yourself first, how do I feel? How do do I feel right now? I just had a friend in town. She was visiting from out of town and was here for the weekend. And we had such a fun time together. It was so great to see her, but I just brought her to the airport a couple hours ago. And so I could ask myself, okay, how do I want to feel in this situation? How would the best version of me feel in this situation? And the best version of me would feel so grateful. I'd be like, I am so grateful that she got to visit. I am so grateful that there are airplanes, that she can just jump on a plane, even though she lives hundreds of miles away, she can just jump on a plane and come see me. 
And I'm so grateful that we had an amazing time together, that we got to do all these fun things. I'm so grateful that even though she's going to be far away again, that there's technology that we can text each other and call each other and do video chat and all these ways that we can stay connected even though we live so far apart. And the best version of me would feel really peaceful too. I'd be like, it's okay that she's far away because I know that we both have people and things that we love about our lives. And I know we're going to see each other again and talk to each other again. So it's okay that we're not together right now. So I think those are the main emotions like best Abby would feel. She'd feel grateful and peaceful and content. But the difference between asking myself, how would the best version of me feel versus how do I actually feel is huge. How I actually feel is a lot of those emotions and I feel sad. I feel sad being apart from my friend and knowing I'm going to miss her and that I'm not going to see her in person for a while. Right? And that's okay. So in different situations, you guys, it might be that you can choose positive thoughts that get you feeling those emotions that the ideal version of you would feel. And that might be more happiness and joy and excitement and gratitude. But other times, it might be a mix of things. It might be, I feel some of that. Like when I get this patient assignment, maybe you're like, I feel some confidence and peace. And the answer to how do I actually feel is nervous and concerned that I'm not going to be able to give my patients the care they need, that I'm not going to be able to catch things like signs that their health is declining and that they need an intervention. And I'm not going to know how to articulate that to the doctor or I'm I'm going to miss these signals. And I'm concerned about that. So maybe it'll be a mix of these things. Like I feel confident that I can handle what comes my way and I feel peaceful that it's going to work out the way it should and nervous and scared. Or it could be all the nervous and scared and uncomfortable emotions. But answer that honestly for yourself first before going to how should I feel? How would the best version of me feel? Let's just ask ourselves, how do I feel right now? What's the true and honest answer? And what if that's okay? What if there are no wrong emotions to feel? I think sometimes we judge ourselves. We're like, why would I choose that emotion? Like, especially, like I said, for those of you who are in Bold Nurse Society and you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you realize I am the creator of my emotions. I chose this thought. And so I chose this emotion because my thoughts create it all. For those of you who really understand that, I think sometimes we mistakenly think that means, so then I should make myself feel happy all the time. But the truth is, you don't want to feel happy all the time. Sometimes there are situations where you want to feel concerned and you want to feel nervous and you want to feel scared or angry. And that's okay. And maybe later you'll choose a different emotion. You'll choose different thoughts and a different experience. But right now, let's just be okay with what you are choosing. What is happening in your life. The truth of the situation for you. 
Okay? So, like, sometimes I think of it like if you go to a train station and there are a whole bunch of different trains. I think sometimes we judge ourselves because we have this idea of where we should be going. Where maybe we're like, okay, I need to be going to San Francisco. And this is the train that's going to San Francisco. Okay, so let's say that's like the trains represent our emotions. So we're like, I want to be going to this experience of being joyful in my job and having fun at work and connecting with my coworkers and all of that. We're like, that's the experience I want. That's San Francisco. So to get there, I need to go on this train. I need to choose the train of confidence or peace or whatever we think, the emotion we think that's going to get us there to that experience that we want. And so then sometimes when we get on a different train, the train of stress or frustration, then we judge ourselves. We're like, I got on the wrong train. That train's going to Chicago. What's wrong with me? That's not where I want to go. And so we think something's gone wrong. And then the whole time we're on that train, we're freaking out. We're like trying to get off. We're trying to stop the train. We're just like panicking, thinking that something has gone horribly wrong. But what if there are no wrong trains? Like in the movie, Yes Man. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, and I think I've used this example a couple times on the podcast before, but I really like it. So in the movie, Yes Man, it's like Jim Carrey is put under some sort of like spell thing where he has to say yes to everything. And there's this scene in the movie where him and his girlfriend are wanting to take a spontaneous vacation. And so they show up to the airport and they just say like, get us the next ticket out of here. Like whatever plane is leaving next, that's where we want to go. And they're thinking of going to all these exotic destinations and how fun it's going to be. And then the person behind the counter says, all right, Looks like the next flight is to Nebraska. And at first they look pretty disappointed, but because he's under this like spell that he has to say yes to everything, he's like, all right, yes, we're going to Nebraska. But then they end up having this amazing time in Nebraska. They have so much fun. And so I think about this with our emotions. Like, what if we were willing to go anywhere? What if we were willing to go to Chicago or Nebraska or Tennessee or Louisiana, like any destination. We were like, that's okay. I'll go there and I'll take that train. And if we weren't freaking out and thinking we were going the wrong way the whole time and we just accepted the experience for what it was, it wouldn't be nearly so bad, right? Like, Every destination might not be your favorite. It's okay to have the preference like, I want to go on the Seattle train or I want to go, you know, to Disneyland or wherever we want our trains to go. We're like, that's what I would prefer. But what if we were okay with any train and we were like, there's no wrong experience. There's just different experiences. And whichever experience I choose, I'm there for it. I'm going to be present in that experience. I'm going to feel the emotions that I'm choosing instead of panicking and judging myself for them. What if you were just willing to ride that train? I think a lot of times we 
think that the goal is happiness. But happiness all the time would be so boring and so ineffective. We want to be concerned about our patients not getting the quality care that we think they should get. And totally, like, when we're operating from more confidence and less overwhelm, then we do show up more effectively. And so that can be our goal to try to get there. But if we're judging ourselves for being stressed out and we're panicking, we think something's gone wrong, then we're just adding more to it. We're just layering more discomfort, more heaviness. So while you might think like, oh, I should be thinking positively right now. I should be thinking that this is all okay. When we think that, then we just judge ourselves and we add more stress and overwhelm to it. And then we're less effective. We're even further from confidence. But also, feeling happy all the time would be totally ineffective in helping us solve problems. If we were happy all the time, we wouldn't think anything was a problem. We'd be like, oh, this is what the staffing ratio is. This is the level of care my patients are getting. That's great. And we wouldn't speak up. We wouldn't say, hey, I'm concerned about this. Concern can actually be a very useful emotion. Right? Especially for nurses. Like, what if we just got comfortable being concerned a lot? Because we're like, guess what? This patient is really sick. I'm going to be concerned about that. These are the staffing ratios right now. I'm concerned about that. It's all coming from our thoughts. But what I want you to know is you can choose intentionally what thoughts you choose to think. And sometimes you're going to choose thoughts that are uncomfortable. And that's okay. You really don't have to be happy all the time. When we think we have to be happy all the time, it's because we think emotions are dangerous. We're scared of that experience. We're scared of getting on that train. But we can ride any train. It's going to be a different experience, but that is okay. So if happiness isn't the goal, then what is our goal? I think that the goal is to have a complete human experience. And a complete human experience is experiencing all of the emotions. Like, I want to ride every train. Or we could take, like, a Disneyland analogy here and, like, don't you want to ride all the rides at Disneyland? Like, for sure, you have your favorite rides that you're like, I want to go on that one over and over again. That one's so fun. But aren't you willing to at least try all the rides? They're all so unique. They're all a different experience. And not all of them are going to be your favorite. But we want to just experience them. That's the complete human experience. And yeah, maybe sometimes you're going to go on your not favorite rides more often than you would initially choose. Right? Like if you go to Disneyland and someone else really loves this ride or you're with your kids and they really want to go on that ride and you're like, that ride's kind of boring. I don't really want to go on It's a Small World. I'm not saying you have to want to, but aren't you willing to? If we can just be willing to and not judge ourselves for the emotions we feel, not be a panic or be in a rush for the ride to end, then the hard parts of life, which are going to be there, are much more bearable, are much more tolerable. 
So instead of asking ourselves, how can I make uncomfortable emotions go away? How can I think positively all the time so I feel good all the time? Instead, I want you to ask yourself, how can I make the uncomfortable parts of life less miserable? And for me, that comes by embracing a complete human experience. By not telling myself that I should think positively when I don't want to, when I'm not ready to. And maybe someday I will choose to, right? Like there are situations where I coach people all the time. And right now they want to feel angry. They want to feel concerned. They want to feel uncomfortable emotions. And they have to go through that experience. But then eventually they can get to the point where they say, okay, I've been doing that for a while. And now I'm starting to see that there are other options out there. And we can make that switch. Like now I want to think about it this way or feel this way about it. I'm going to choose that. I'm going to practice that. But when you do that, it's not that you're doing it better now. You're just doing it differently. It's just a different experience. It's a different ride. But all the rides are okay. So let's not judge ourselves because when we do, we create more unhappiness. The way to feel better is to be okay not being happy all the time. I promise you guys, that is a complete human experience. And... It can be so beautiful, not comfortable all the time, but beautiful because those emotions help us feel alive. They help us connect to other people. They show our humanness. So let's not judge ourselves for any of it. Let yourself be unhappy when you want to be unhappy. It is so freeing. How can you feel more of what you're actually feeling? That is your goal this week. Have a complete human experience. Feel what you're actually feeling. And don't judge yourself for it. All right? You got this. Have a beautiful week. I'll talk to you later. Take care.